Welcome back. Thanks again for checking out this bonus edition of the 12 Kyle podcast. I'm 12 Kyle. Um, August 9th, 1999. That day, my life changed forever. Uh, I thought that I knew how it was going to go but it was totally different from what I thought it was going to be. Uh, that day I became a father for the first time. And while it was exciting, it was scary too at the same time. And the reason being is because, again, being a father for the first time, everything changed. When I say everything, I literally mean everything changed. The world changed, how I viewed the world uh, what I wanted for myself and what I wanted for this child um, changed. And, you know, the day that I became a father was honestly the best day of my life. Uh, and it's kind of weird when I think about it, because even growing up as a child, um, I had visions of being a father. Didn't think that I'd be a father before, but I did have visions of being a father. Uh, didn't have visions of being married. But I, I guess I knew I'd be married at some point. But um, I did have visions of being a father when I was a young kid growing up. And I always knew I'd, ha I'd have a son. And I figured I'd have one child. Well, I, you know, I, honestly, I don't even know if I've ever put a number on it. I just knew that I'd be a father of a son. And fortunately for me, that day came again, August 9th, 1999. Um, again, the happiest day of my life. And subsequently that day taught me a lot and I've been learning ever since. And what's interesting is that most of you listening or watching, uh, you've probably known me, uh, as far back as, you know, knowing me since I've been a father, but quite a few of you knew me before I became a father. And I'd like to think that I'm probably the same person, but I'm not. Uh, you know, and it's funny because I remember one time one of my homeboys called me and he called me, this was years ago, he called me on the house phone and he was like, man, I heard your kid in the background. Like, I remember, man, when we were 15 and we used to run up and down the street and now you got a kid, you know, like that. So it was something that we kind of laughed and joked about. But honestly, fatherhood has been everything to me. Um, again, August 9th, 1999. Then... August 8th, 2002, and then <laughs> December 10th, 2006, and then September 28th, 2011. Uh, each of those days are very special. Uh, again, you know, the first was Dion, our oldest son, who... Uh, up until <laughs> probably up until the day he was born, his name wasn't going to be Dion. His name was going to be Kyle Jr. And it wasn't until we got in the delivery room. I'm like, no, nah, we can't name him. And so the doctor said, well, what do you want to name him? And I looked at him and I said, Dion. And that was interesting for a lot of people, especially those who are close to me, because they know that that's my middle name. Um, 
And then he has my first name as his middle name. So he's Dion Kyle. Um, but yeah, that day, everything changed. And then, like I said, subsequently, August 8th, uh, almost three years to the day, we had Cameron. And then December 10th, which is the day after my birthday, um, in 2006, we had Brandon. And then uh, September 28th, 2011, we had our only daughter, Skylar. And um, and her name is spelled S-K-Y-L-E-R. Um, so it's like Kyle with uh, an S and an R. <laughs> so it's not spelled S-K-Y-L-A-R. It's S-K-Y-L-E-R. And if you misspell it, she'll tell you about yourself. Um, but each, each time becoming a father, you know, just it, it, each time that we had a child, you know, it, it got even to be even more special. Um, these years have really flown by, you know, as you can do the math, uh, these kids are getting up there in age. Um, but fatherhood has been everything for me. Um, so at the time of this recording, you'll be, well, this, this podcast will be released on Father's Day. So let me stop, start by, I should have started by saying happy Father's Day to all of the fathers, both past and present. Um, special shout out to my dad, who's still here with us. And uh, he's still kicking. He's still, um, we talk every other day. Uh, we don't talk, we text, but we talk pretty much every day. Um, and I think whatever I became or whatever would make me become the father that I've become has been because of two men, uh, both my paternal and fraternal grandfathers. Um, my mom's dad, his name's Eddie, uh, my dad's dad, uh, Weston. Um, two men that honestly, if I'm gonna keep it a bean, I didn't know. Uh, my grandfather, Eddie, passed away when I was one. So he saw me and all that, but I mean, and I'm pretty, pretty sure I saw him, but I don't remember back when I was one. Um, Grandpa Wes, I don't know that I ever, I don't know that he ever saw me. Um, I, I do remember that I've had, I had a conversation with him and, um, or two conversations with him over the phone, but these men are pivotal because um, they don't, they didn't have, you know, particularly, well, I, I tell you, I don't want to say that. They both had issues with alcohol and subsequently their families weren't the way that they probably should have been. Um, they both were alcoholics. And my paternal grandfather in particular, uh, he had a very bad relationship with my dad. Um, and subsequently, that's the reason why we only talked twice. And again, I don't know, I, to be honest, I don't even know if you ever saw me. Um, but he and my dad weren't on you know, good terms or whatever. They, my grandparents split uh, when I think my dad was like in his 15 or 16. And you think about it, you know, that's, that's something that didn't really happen back in the day. Uh, you know, people splitting up. But um you know, his, his relation, their relationship was strained. And subsequently, I didn't know my grandfather like that. And it was weird because I remember when my dad, I was in college when uh, Grandpa West passed away. And um, 
it's funny. I remember my dad telling me, like, you know, he was like, yeah, yeah, you know, your grandfather passed today. And I was like, oh, damn. And it was kind of like somebody saying, man, you remember uh, Junebug? Junebug got shot. <laughs> He's like, oh, damn, Junebug got shot. Hey, so what about, what's up with that Laker game? Like, you know, it was like that. It was like, he said, you know, grandpa passed on. And then like the next thing out of his mouth was like, yo, let's go get something to eat. Like, like, bro, you, you just told me your dad just died. Like, you know, and he lived in LA, California somewhere. Um, but anyway, because he didn't have a relationship with my father, subsequently, my father made it his point to be a great father to me and my, my younger brother, Damon. And he's been a great father. He's been a great mentor, been a great friend, even though my parents uh, divorced when they were, when I was 13. Um, and we still maintain the relationship, still stayed intact, but I've always had him in my life. And I've always had, you know, my uncles, uh, coaches, role models, you know, men who have been there as far as examples, but my dad more specifically, you know, to show me how to be a, a father just by leading by example. Um, but again, you know, fatherhood is something that, you know, and I'm sure my boys, Zell, Derek, Rudy, Ryan, Wood, you know, podcasters like Baylor, King Germ, um, D Murph. I don't want to start listening to people because I'll forget somebody, but everybody can attest to this. Like there's no blueprint for being a father. Um, it's one of those things where it's like you're in the, the game looks a whole lot different when you're in the stands as opposed to being on the field. Um, you know, I'm solely responsible for them. Uh, I make it my business to make sure that they're well taken care of um, and that I'm there and I'm present. Uh, but more importantly, I think just, you know, one of the things that my dad always said, and I've said it before in this podcast, and I'll say it again. He said that, you know, the thing that he was told uh right before I was born, he said, there's three things you have to give your child, love, discipline, and an example to follow. And he's done all of that for me and my brother and my sister. And um, I've done my best to do the same for my four. Um, and it's funny because now, especially as the boys have gotten older, even my daughter, she's 10 at the time of this recording, um, we have a different relationship. We're, we're getting, you know, my dad used to always tell us, me and my brother, when we were growing up, he said, you know, the older you get, the older you get, the more I'm going to be more like a friend than a father. And he wasn't lying. You know, we, we, we're very, very close. Uh, you know, me, him and my brother, very close. Um, and, you know, we talk like friends. Uh, you know, I, of course, I go to him as his dad and, you know, ask him for advice and stuff like that. Uh, sometimes it's unsolicited, you know, but he'll he'll, he'll give me, you know, his, his, his two cents, but, you know, say for my kids now, you know, cause I've got, cause Dion's graduated from college. He's in grad school and Cameron's still in college and Brandon's in high school and Skylar's in Skylar's headed in middle school. Um, you know, but the thing is, is that my kids, um, they're a part of me. I always, I call them my four chambers. The heart has four chambers and they're the four chambers of my heart. And, um, I knew what life was like prior to becoming a parent. Uh, but to be a parent now, I, I mean, I can't imagine the world. Um, I know how the world has changed for me in becoming a father. Um, there are great benefits to being a father. Uh, 
I'd be here all day if I told you, you know, some of the things that I, I really, really enjoy about being a father. But uh, if I'm being honest with you guys, and it sounds cliche, but every day is like Father's Day, honestly, because these kids give you so much and they pour into you. And, and, and you know, I love the conversation that I have with them and I love, you know, our interactions. I love watching them grow. And I feel very fortunate to, you know, still have my father in my life, still have, uh, you know, people around them and then also them seeing me grow as a father. Um, it doesn't seem like it's been 20 plus years, but it has been. And it's been a, a crazy ride. And I look forward to the next hundred years. Um, but, you know, they are my legacy uh, more than a podcast, more than any money that I'll ever earn, more than any car I'll buy or any house I'll have. They're my legacy and they are what's in, they are who are important to me. Um, and I tell them all the time, everything that I do is for them. You know, I wouldn't have this house. I wouldn't have, you know, any of the material possessions that I worked hard to get or that we as a family, my wife and I worked hard to get. I wouldn't have it for them. I mean, if, if, if I were just single and if it was just me, you know, I might be living, you know, in a cardboard box somewhere, just chilling, you know? <laughs> no, no. Um, but seriously, uh, everything that I do is for them. Um, my sole focus is to make sure that they are, again, well taken care of, but they that they grow to be productive citizens and, and, and great people and the people that, you know, we would want them to be. Um, but fatherhood is everything to me. It, it is uh, truly a joy to, to be their dads. Uh, I love going to um, Skylar's school to pick her up. And it's like, oh, oh, that's, that's Skylar's dad. That's Skylar's dad. Oh, that's Brandon's dad. Oh, you know, and Brandon and I look, you know, I, all my kids look like me. But, you know, Brandon really, really, really looks like me. So, <laughs> and if you see a picture of him, I mean, you see the cover art. He looks just like me. But, um, you know, people, oh, man, that's your twin right there. You know, so I, I, I like that. I like those kind of interactions. Um, but what's even more interesting is as time goes on, is that, you know, you talk to them and you're around them and then you start to hear them and they sound similar to you or they would say some of the things you say. Now, some one of the funny and I'm going to at some point I'm going to have them on the podcast. But one of the funniest things is to hear them do impressions of me, um, which I find funny. But at the same time, I'm like, I don't do that. Like, um, like they got this thing that they say that I say the word slack, like, oh, man, you can't do that. That's slack. That's slack. And I'm like, I do use the word slack, but they I don't say it the way that they say that I say it. But it's, it's actually quite comical. So I look forward to bringing them on the podcast so that they can do it. We need to do that real soon, too. Um, but fatherhood is everything. Again, it's, it's everything to me. Um, I think if you're like me and you're fortunate, fortunate enough to still have your father in your life uh, on this earth, if you will, uh, you know, reach out to him, love on him, take care of him. Uh, because, you know, I have friends who, who whose fathers aren't here. I know I have friends who don't even know who their fathers are. Um, and that's unfortunate. And I, and I would say to anyone listening, if you are a father, and you're not doing what you're supposed to be doing as a father to your child or children, do better. We have to hold each other accountable because particularly in our community, you know, we're the straw that stirs the drink. 
And that's no knock on the women because the women, black women have held us down for forever. But we have to make sure that we're on top of our game as far as being there for our children. Even if we're not together, even if it's not, no longer marriage, even if, you know, you have to partner up. And sometimes that can be difficult. And I'm not going to sit here and say that that's easy because I know it's not. Relationships are hard. Marriages are hard. They're, they're not supposed to be easy. But at the same time, you have to kind of work towards a common goal. And the common goal should always be the children. Um, I always get a bit miffed when I see these stories about these guys who have 20, 25 kids. I, I don't know how you do it, even if you can't afford to do it. You know, you know, recently, Nick Cannon's been in the news about, I think he's on his 10th and 11th child. I, I don't know. I, mean, I, I don't even care, to be honest. And I don't know Nick Cannon personally. And I, obviously, on the surface, it looks like Nick Cannon probably makes way to, he wakes he makes way more money than me, so he more than likely can't afford <laughs> his ten or eleven kids. But at the same time, you know, it's more than just money. You know, I, it, there was a point in time in my life where I felt like, okay, yeah, if I make this amount of money, I'll be set. You know, and, and the kids will be set, and, and everybody, you know, we don't have to worry about anything. And I think as a man, if, if you go far along in life, you'll understand that that's probably not the case. You know, yeah, you can have the money and the material possessions, but you need to be there for the kids and you need to be, you know, a, a guiding light in their life. And I think that's what's important to them. And that's subsequently what should be important to you as well. But uh, fatherhood is everything. So uh, I just wanted to get on here and talk a little bit about fatherhood. Um if you know me, if you listen to this podcast, if you know me personally, um, you know that, you know, fatherhood is everything. There's nothing that I won't do for my kids. Um, and I'm going to keep being a father, you know, no matter how uh, old they get, um, no matter where they go in life, you know, at some point, I'm assuming that they all will settle down and uh, get married and you know, move out of the house. And we joke about getting the kids out of college and getting them, getting them out the house. But ultimately, I mean, you know, you really, you want to do it. But once you get in that position, it's, it's a totally different ballgame. It's like, wow, kids are out the house. What do we do? You know, that type of thing. So, um, but no, I, I'm going to always be a father. I'm going to always be a father. And I, I try my best to be the best father that I can be each and every day. And I understand that there are only four people that can tell you what kind of who, who I am as a father. You know, not even my, my wife, she could tell you, but I'm not her father, obviously. Um, but, you know, I wanted to also reiterate on this podcast that I want to thank, you know, my grandfathers who weren't necessarily there, but their influence on their children, meaning my mom and my dad, uh, showed them that they wanted to be a different type of parent. And subsequently, that fell down and trickled down to me. And subsequently, that's who I've become as a father. So, you know, if my grandfathers were better fathers, would I be the father that I am? Who knows? Uh, I'd like to think that I would be. But, you know, sometimes circumstances make things to be the way that they are instead of the way that you want them to be. But um, at some point... <laughs> Long, long, long time from now, you know, once they, you know, settle down and get married and have some time on their own, you know, there'll be a time I'm, I'm certain where, you know, one day 12 Kyle will be 12 Kyle, the, the, the pops, you know, the grandpops. And 
I would want my legacy for those grandkids or great grandkids or whatever happens down the road for them to look back at me and say, hey, you know, that that dude, he, he said he said it off for all of us. And, um, you know, in a roundabout way, I can say that my grandfathers did that for me. Um, but uh, again, happy Father's Day to all of the fathers out there. Uh, again, if your father is still with us, you know, love on him, hug on him. Uh, let them get the big piece of chicken today. Uh, <laughs> and I know, you know, people always talk about the differences between Mother's Day and Father's Day. I, I don't get into all of that. Just enjoy the time and enjoy them because, you know, truly there's no gift better than being a father. And I say that for from experience because I have four of the greatest kids that a man could ever ask for. That's going to do it for me. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for checking out this bonus edition of the 12 Kyle podcast. I'm your boy, 12 Kyle. I'll catch you guys next time. Five.